All right. Please stop. What's she doing? Stop it. What's she doing? Yeah. Licking? Yeah. I have a question to ask you. Mm-hmm. What's been, like, the worst experience you had at a movie theater? What, what do you mean? Like, you're in a movie theater, and then something goes wrong. So you're not talking about the actual movie. You're talking about, like... Outside stuff. Like, uh, people. Um... Or the sound or something. Well, when we went to see it, I think it was, like, the opening weekend, and we got there late, and we had to sit all the way in the front on the left. Oh, those suck. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I hate this. This is why I never see something the first week it's out. I wait until it's, like... Right before they stop showing it, kind of, where it's like, yeah. empty theater, it's quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I go to the Angelica. People, no, hardly anyone goes during the day at the at the Angelica. Oh. Because, like, cause like, I go, like, the morning crew, whereas, like, before 12, you get a ticket for $8. A, a matinee? Pretty much, yeah. Um, I usually don't go i usually just wait for red box yeah because subtitles <laughs> yeah um there was one time where i saw a movie that was like it was in, it was in it was in english but it has subtitles oh, for some reason you you may have seen like a specific showing yeah where it had it or whatever maybe someone requested it i'm not sure but anyways i had subtitles for some reason mm and like it was like optional but uh i have a story to tell okay so it's about my recent uh bad experience at the movie theater so last night uh i met up with xavier and josh to see the new venom movie mm-hmm. venom let, let there be carnage um i was just telling you that it was like the first time i've, I've been to regal in like a long time mm-hmm so I get there and I just see a bunch of kids just like piled up, like teens, younger teens, piled up near like the kiosk where you get the ticket. It's like, oh gosh. Anyway, so I avoided them. I see Josh. I see Xavier. We say hi, blah, blah, blah. Talk. I get my ticket. We get our stuff. We go sit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all sit together in like the I section. And then uh, it gets closer to the movie. And then we just see a bunch of kids just like lining up and just sitting right behind us. And they take the whole, almost the whole J row. Okay. I don't understand why you're. What? Giving them letters. Well, that's the seating area. I know, but I can't picture it. Okay. There's I. Did you sit all the way in the back? No, I'm saying. There's I. And then there's J right behind us. Yeah, I'm aware, but. That doesn't really tell me anything in okay. the grand scheme of the movie theater. Like, were you in the back? Like, It's in the middle of, the, like, the seating. No, you have to sit all the way in the back. And all the way in the back? Yeah, so nobody sits behind you. Well, tell, tell that to Xavier and, and uh, Josh. They did that. No, I always sit in the very farthest last row, as close to the middle as you can get. So you feel so... get the so... perfect view of everything. Nobody's head is in the way. You're the highest. Okay. I guess maybe we're strange, but I'm I like, I like, be, I like being in the middle. 
so I, I, can, I can like exit just in case there's like a, a problem you know no i can be all the way in the back well if there's something something goes wrong you're the last one to get out because you're all the way in the back right so anyways so these cover these uh these fucking kids teens well i also don't like when people sit behind me and put their feet on oh. the back of the seat let me tell you like i've i've been in movie theaters where people just put their feet up against the back and push yeah and i'm just like i can't deal with it and i can't deal with hearing people behind me whispering and stuff guess what that's what's happening this whole time these kids were so fucking loud like they were acting like no one was in the theater they're talking like in the like a normal like volume like this like me and you it's called being a teenager we weren't like this we were not like this as teens no exactly so but that's because i was broke as fuck and it's like seeing a movie was very rare well these kids were definitely not broke and they definitely got their money from their parents to see this movie because uh-huh. they didn't care about the movie at all or anyone else no, so we're sitting there and these kids are like lined up from like seat five all the way to like 16 so like a long span of kids behind us you're acting like i know the layout okay. of this movie theater you they Just, almost took up the whole back row yes that's, that's all you behind, to say. the row behind us okay, yeah. okay. anyways yeah. so i give xavier like a look just like this is your fault no just like are you kidding me right now mm-hmm. so the trailers are hit are going through they're hitting and these kids are still talking they're like also they're bumping every time they cross behind us so mm-hmm. they hit like our seat why didn't you guys get up and move back? like Or move forward? Well, assigned seatings. Oh, you have assigned seating? Yeah, that's, that's movie theaters now. There's no, like, sit anywhere. Oh. I mean, you can move, like, eventually, but whatever. Also, Xavier and Josh, they're pretty, I guess, passive. Oh. Pacifist, you know. I, I almost wanted to get up and say something, but it was, like, me versus... 16 kids, kids. Mm. and what they're gonna call me fat stupid bald nigger <laughs> i would have got the n-word shouted at me 16 times by these kids times maybe a few like i guess a few numbers but I'm t- they would call me bad names is what i'm saying okay so it's I me was... versus all of them if i get mad kids are ruthless these days is what i'm saying anyways so like you said i feel (laughs) hold on let me get through hold on let me get through the story and then i'll let you talk or just you know comment as i get through anyway so like you said you hate when people put their feet on the top of the seat or whatever i had someone's feet like right right by my ear oh no i would have turned around and been like hey i don't want to smell your fucking feet yeah it was just like are you serious? And like I said, they're bumping our seats. They're, okay, you know the the sound when you're trying to open something. Okay, can you? No, okay, please stop. Well, a kid was doing that. Just, I think intentional, right by my ears. And they were talking. Like I said, they were talking really loud, not really watching the movie at all. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, three of them just got up and said, "Hey, we're just gonna walk around instead." Not even watch the movie. 
And I was trying to like ignore them and like watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the movie and I was like, okay, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage kind of sucks. <laughs> like I was watching, I was just like, I don't like this movie at all. Why? It just didn't make any sense. And it was like trying really hard to be super funny, like the last one. And I think there's like a new director and shit, so. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of like sitting there. I was like, okay, I can deal with this. And then the kids were getting loud again. And I was just like, you know what? How about I see, let me get to the point where Carnage is being shown. Like the villain, Carnage. Oh. Yeah. The red Venom. Let, let me see red Venom and see how I feel. Mm-hmm. It gets to the scene where I see red Venom. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? I got to go. So I tell Xavier and Josh, hey, I got to go. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> so I walk all the way to the lobby. <laughs> and I say, hey, where's your manager at? <laughs> oh, about, oh, wait. So it wasn't the movie specifically. It was dealing with the kids. Uh, well, it's a mix. It's a mix of a lot of things. Okay. So the manager comes out. And I was like, hey, there's a bunch of kids being loud. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, she yells at one of the employees, hey, kick them out right now. I told you, kick them out. Because apparently they're being bad in the lobby. Oh. And she was like, I don't want them in the theater. And they didn't do anything. So they just let them into the theater. And then they ruined my night, kind of. Uh, And I, then... I feel like you kind of let things affect you a lot, though. We'll get there. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, also, can I get my money back? And she's like, yeah, sure. So despite seeing... uh. Or be, so, despite being like affected by those kids and also seeing kind of a really shitty movie in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, I got my $13 back and I went home kind of satisfied. Cause like, I, there is like some type of like escapism with me. Like I kind of just want to like leave places sometimes. And like yesterday was not the, was not the day where I wanted to see like a bad movie. You know what I mean? Okay. So I just I had to go. Okay. And I just didn't like, want I just want I didn't want to spend money on that movie. Like there were very few movies where I wouldn't just like watch the whole thing like there are very few movies where I'll just like get up and be like okay, I can't finish this. Oh yeah. Like what? Was it movies after after you? Swiss Army Man was one that, like, ten minutes in, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and the whole, it was basically the whole movie. I was like, can I please stop it? Do I have to finish this? Can I just pretend? There's sometimes I want to make out watch a movie that's, like, meant for y'all to be like, I can't do this. <laughs> Why would you want to subject us to that? It's funny. It's not funny. It's funny, though. You're wasting our time true but yeah. also make time make you, more you, time you, you you can't do that but you can how time management no you can't just pull time out of your ass yeah you can no you can't yeah you can 
then no, because then it cuts into other things. It's like, I'm not cutting into my sleeping or anything else for a <laughs> shitty movie. You told me today that you spent 10 hours sleeping. Yes. And it was an amazing 10 hours. Yeah. Like, I was dead to the world. I was Damn. so comfortable. And I ruined it because I showed up. And then I heard knocking on the door and I was like, oh no. Yeah. And I, like when I was waking up, I was like, I really don't want to get up. I just want to roll over and go back to sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so comfortable. But that was my, I think, worst experience at movie theater. Can I tell you a worse, worse, more worse experience than mine? It's not your, mine. Your it's not mine. Your grammar bothered me a little bit. Okay. A well, more... I'm a, a worse. A worse experience than mine. Okay. Way worse. This is not my story. This is one that some, this is a story that someone told me. Okay. My friend, uh, he went to see The Ring 2 with his girlfriend. And this is like back in middle school. Okay. So they were definitely like exploring each other's bodies and stuff. And apparently he shot rope onto the person in front of him. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but that's what he did. How, how is that a worse experience? You caused it yourself. Well, it's worse for the girl in front of him. I would have thrown hands. Yeah. I, I would have thrown hands. I would have punched him in the fucking face. <laughs> and said, you assaulted me. I'm going to... If anybody got their bodily fluids on me while I'm trying to enjoy something <laughs> where that shouldn't have been a possibility in the slightest. Yes. I would have probably pressed charges. Uh, not not going to lie. I would I would have been like, you literally just got, you, you, you assaulted me and you had your dick out in public. Fuck you. Yes. There's rope all over my hair. No. No? No. I would. I don't care if he was a kid. I probably would have smacked the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. I would have been like... Then again, this, he just told me that that's what happened. He, This guy exaggerates, but that's what he told me. Do I know who it is? Uh... I think so. This is... Okay. <laughs> it was... The one that... Yes. <laughs> Amy, who are we? <laughs> we are the Indecisive Cinema Club. Okay. How are you friends with somebody? How? You just run into people, and like you're like, oh, we're friends now, and then they just do some shit. You don't have any friends like that, where they're just like odd. You met someone in the past life, in like past like decades. Who who you know. is an obvious self-admitted sexual deviant of some kind that like? Well, not just sexual deviant. He did other stuff too. There's even more. Great. 
He's a troubled person, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't have been friends with him. I would have been like, I can't deal with this. I mean, thinking back, yeah, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I should probably not be friends with him, but, you know. Like, there was somebody that tried to, like, kind of befriend me that had, like, serious crackhead energy. Yeah. Who, like, kind of overshared everything, and I was like, I was like, I can't do this. Well, this person wasn't your friend, but that one person that's, like, super religious, basically a- a- evangelical, is that how you say the word? I guess. Even child. Yeah. I don't I don't know her religion. I just know that she's a Yeah. Hypocritical She was, she was strange. And thinking back, I was just like, how did I make it into that house? Cuz I'm pretty sure her parents her not parents, her grandparents were like kind of fucked up and racist. But outside, you know like you haven't dealt, dealt with this. There's some white people who are like friends with you, but besides you they're racist for like every other black person or person of color. And I'm pretty sure that that was her grandma and maybe her granddad, but uh, no, like I'm, a, I'm aware that there are people like that Yeah. or cause, cause tangentially there are people that are like gay people are an abomination and everything, but you're cool. You don't shove your gayness in my face. Yeah. You're my gay, you're my gay best friend. Or, or not even yeah. that. It's like, I tolerate you because you don't tell me about your sex life and I can pretend that you're not gay. Yeah. A lot of uh, but if, departmentalizing, I guess. Right? No? I guess. Or delusional, like, I can save them. Yeah. They're worth saving. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Or it's like, I know they haven't had gay sex yet. I can still save them. Yeah. It's, like, or it's just like the whole, they're one of the good ones bullshit. You're not like the other ones. You're not like the other ones or the whole, like, I know you probably hate this term, like the Oreo thing. Oh my gosh. Don't get yeah. me started. That's, no. That was all throughout high school. I got that. Yeah. Cause, cause I know that was like a thing. Mm. It was like, oh, you don't talk like you're like, you don't talk like the other black yeah. people. You're well spoken. Yeah. And it's like. You're intelligent. No, I'm like, uh, we, we grew up in a rural area. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> what? Like, uh, I'm well-spoken, apparently, but if you look at the numbers, I'm pretty stupid in some cases. No, like, no, <laughs> that isn't what I meant. Like, listen, just listen to the podcast. Or, I cannot say words. I can't read. All I know is art. That's it. <laughs> I can talk about movies, Lang- kind langu- of. What about language arts? That's what it used to be called, English. Language arts. Fuck out of here. Yeah, it was like... <sighs> I shouldn't I... say it. Okay. What? I, sh- I shouldn't say fuck art, language arts, because I, I kind of like I kind of want to like write one day, but... I've written, I mean... and it's like... It's... I, I own it. <laughs> this is going to sound bad. Or not bad. Odd. I kind of miss college English classes with the essay prompts and oh, like yeah. the um like the analytical like hey read this thing and write a paper about this. Yeah. I I kind of miss those cuz those were those were fun. Yeah. Kind of. Like when I actually got to it, I would procrastinate like shit. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Oh, here comes Eddie. 
let me lock this thing before he like um some shit uh yeah like i'm i think i'm i'm starting to like find uh things just right about because like i i was like kind of in a mood a few the other day or something i was like let me just write about it for like an hour Mm -hmm. and then i I, like tried writing a little bit i think i think i might do that more often just to like get a feel for it because i loved writing like essays and stuff back in high high school uh college days i remember in high school do you who did you have for um u.s history uh i think obracta wait yeah wait which which grade junior was it junior year because obracta was freshman freshman year that was that was that was world history i think no yeah he had world history okay maybe it was um Um, senior year was government because that's what that's all i'm thinking of huh wait no sophomore year i had um the dude with the white hair shop shop there you go oh okay so then yeah oh so you did have him yes okay because i remember in his class he had this whole speech where it was like you can't write your essays the night before because I'll be able to tell. I always got A's on my paper and like notes that it was like well-written and I would bullshit that the night before. He was like, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And I was like, watch me. (laughs) And I got like A's on my paper with notes that were like, oh, this is a good thought or whatever. Never read it. Never did a rough draft. Never Mm -hmm. like um, edited. I I just kind of like, there was one... (laughs) I have a distinct memory of me forgetting to write it. So I woke up like early at like four in the morning and wrote it and printed it out right before school. Yeah. I had no issue with my paper. I was like, okay. Did he get on you about the rule of like saying something, saying something during class? I don't remember. He did with me. Cause well, like was... he always wanted me, like my opinion on something. I was just like, I have nothing to say, dude. I'm just sitting here. Oh, participation. Yeah. Oh, feel like it was like as long as you answered some questions you were okay right yes but i never wanted to ask questions or talk at all i just want to sit there and oh oh i would like make sure i answered some questions and that was it i don't think i never wanted to do that i just i just wanted to sit there and be like all right i'm in class i have nothing to say i guess he wanted like my my opinion as a black man or something but or black kid but I don't know. It was just annoying how uh, teachers and uh, professors be like, hey, you got to say something during class to get, yeah. get a grade. Yeah, I I don't like the whole forced participation thing. And I don't like the ones that choose to do group projects. Because I'm like, I am not banking my grade on somebody else. This, yes. this is fucked up. Like, because... <laughs> You don't know who you're going to get paired with. If you get paired with somebody that doesn't care, then you're doing all the work and they get the credit for it. And it's like, no. Yeah. Because I remember with like group project stuff, if somebody didn't do something, I ratted them out. I was like, I'm not doing all this work and having you. Because there were a few in college where it was like group project where one person radio silence the whole time. Shit, my bad. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, 
I'll, like, you just give me the information and I'll do the talking. And I'm like... Never had that, but that fucking sucks. It's like, no, I am not doing all this work for you to take the credit and just stand in front of the class pretending like you did it. It's... I really lucked out with that because I never had someone that was like, I'm not going to do anything, but y'all can do something. It was, it was kind of like we're all kind of like, <laughs> it was either all of us were lost or all of us were on the same page. And somehow we got it to work at the end. No, there were some instances, like, I think, like, one of them, the issue was, like, she lived off campus. And so getting together, like, having her actually come on campus, she was like, oh, I can't meet up. And I was like... Just give me something to do and I'll do it and email it. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're not helpful. Not at all. Not ideal. So. Do you miss college? Sometimes, yeah. I feel like I didn't have the right mindset going in. And I kind of wish I got could get a do-over because I know I didn't try hard enough. And part of me is like wishing I tried harder from the beginning because yeah. I feel like it was maybe but growing up I also wasn't told hey you need this for this for this it was just you just need to do this and it was like but why yeah there there was no like hey you need to like figure out what you want to do because if you want to go anywhere in life you kind of need this yeah that's like most of my re regrets trying harder yeah back in the like back with like anything just like yeah football oh academics even high school like high school i i like skated by with a's and b's with no effort and i was like i probably could have had straight a's yeah like despite maybe a couple classes where it was just like the teacher was horrible or something and it was impossible to get a good grade mm -hmm. um because it was basically like as long as i got a's and b's my parents didn't say anything yeah so they thought i guess i guess they thought i was doing my best and it was like nope i was just like i'm really good at retaining some of this information just by hearing it yeah i never studied like i just did my homework and that was like enough i think i would have passed more classes if like i was more creative with my study habits because i learned like like the the last semester of senior year that i was like I'm good at creating stuff, but when it comes to like the normal, just study notes and stuff, that's like my like weak point, like test and stuff. I, just, I need to be like creative to learn the things, you know, like not just like read the notes and try to like obtain it. Yeah. I should have just like made a game out of it. And then maybe I could have passed classes pretty easy, but you're doing so much. You don't really think about it. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, it's kind of like, I I was like, why are all these people trying so hard with AP classes? I was like, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, because if you get good grades and high SAT scores, you get paid to go to school. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Okay. Yeah. So I missed that. <laughs> and then, um... And I never wanted to write college essays because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So then I went to a school that didn't require it, but it was a lot more money. Yeah. And now I'm in debt. Aren't we all? 
And if I tried harder there, it would have been easier to go to grad school. Because it's like, oh, you need to have this and this and scored this on test. It's just like college 2.0, really. Because mm-hmm. it's like the ACT and GRE are basically like college version SAT. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. It's always like in retrospect, you're like, That's why that they did that. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of college, what did we watch today? Or, or, college kids. Getting murked by hillbillies. College kids just coming, coming up on my, killing themselves on my property. Yeah, I said that wrong. They what? murked themselves in front of hillbillies. 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 They didn't do anything. Yeah. Anyways. Was the movie that we picked this, this time? I picked Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. The 2011 movie. It stars Tyler Labine. Labine. Tyler Labine. Leban. Le Labine. Oh. L A B I N E. Labine. Alan. Alan Tudyk. 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 I don't know. T U D I K. Or T U D Y K. No, it's a Two Dyke. <laughs> Moving on. I don't know. <laughs> Katrina Bowden and Jesse Moss is directed by Eli Craig. Don't know any of those people, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Alan, he's from Dodgeball. I know that. I don't know which one that is. Dodgeball. You haven't seen Dodgeball? No, I mean I don't know. Which oh, Tucker. One. Tucker's. Oh. He's from okay. Dodgeball. I think he's. Is he from? Is it Firefly? Never seen it, so I have oh. no idea. It's a space one. I forget. I have no Look idea. Uh, let me get the synopsis real quick. The synopsis is, two hillbillies are suspected of being killers by a group of paranoid college kids camping near the duo's West Virginian cabin. As the body, ki- as the body count climbs, so does the fear and confusion as the college kids tried to seek revenge against the pair so yeah a nice little horror movie about the roles being reversed what are you looking for fun facts oh you're oh you're doing fun facts sure oh shit okay fun movie i like it all right go ahead (laughs) fun facts corner with glenn the film was shelved for over three years before it was finally released a special feature on the DVD plays the movie from the college kids' perspective in which Tucker and Dale are murderous villains. <laughs> I like uh, to see that. Alan Tudyk came up with the idea to pour beer on his face to treat Tucker's bee stings. Okay. Um, Tyler Labine came up with the idea to wear a hat that says Giver on it. <laughs> Now it explains those two things. Because remember, I was like, why is he pouring beer on his face? And why why does his hat say just giver? Um, Tyler Labine chose the giver hat to wear as Dale for two reasons. First, it looks like the word giver, alluding to his kind and generous nature. Aww. Second, it is the Canadian equivalent to get her done. The redneck oh. phrase popularized by Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. Isn't he racist? Huh? Isn't he racist? 
I don't think so. Oh, okay, never mind. He's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he played Mater. He got. He, oh, he's I have that no racist. <laughs> Whatever. One of the movie's strongest themes deals with stereotypes and how we perceive others. Co-writer, director, Eli Craig even jokingly referred to it as a docudrama because growing up, he and his father would go to cabins and enjoy fishing and other backwoods activities. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so basically, he he noticed that the backwoods people were always, like, monstrous and villainous and, like, all the horror classics, like, The Hills Have Eyes, Wrong Turn, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So he wanted to portray them as ordinary people and even subvert their usual fear-inducing cliche. Oh. That's smart. I like that part. Aww. In keeping with the theme of subverting tropes, Craig wanted the leading man to be the more heavyset, scruffy character because they're usually relegated to sidekick status. Because of this, he made Dale the main character and cast Tyler Labine based on his work on the TV series Invasion. I heard that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, sadly, it struggles continued at the box office as Tucker and Dale vs. Evil didn't make back its $5 million production budget. This was just... Despite receiving excellent reviews, it was highly acclaimed by Robert Ebert himself, who was usually very harsh on horror, mm. especially slashers. Wow. I think it's such a good movie, though. It is. Uh, did you know it's supposed to be a sequel? No. Yes. <gasps> it was Tucker and Dale go to Yale. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually tried making it. Uh, oh, they called it. They described it as Goodwill Hunting versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's supposed to be similar. The sequel's supposed to be similar to From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, right here it says, At Horror Hound Weekend 2014, uh, Tyler and Alan confirmed that a sequel was in d- development. In 2016, uh, two of them revealed that they were actively developing the project despite other commitments. Uh, and then at Boston Comic-Con, Alan pretty much said that a script was written, a script was written, but was disappointed and, oh, dis- oh hold on, but was disappointing and unlikely, unlikely to be moving forward. Mm. So I think they were writing it. And trying to make it, and then all of a sudden, it just blew up in their face. No. So, no sequel, unfortunately. Even though I wouldn't mind it. This is a good movie. Yeah. It's my first, it's my first time seeing it in 10 years. I think I first saw it because it was on um, Netflix. And I was just like, okay. And I was like, I love this. Yeah. I love this. This is just fun and goofy with people just dying left and right. Yes. It's. Are you a fan of horror? No. Not really. Okay. Like, I don't like being uncomfortable or scared. Um, and I don't like watching that kind of thing alone. Mm-hmm. So I just don't really. Okay. Because it's like. Why do I want to watch 
somebody get like ripped apart and i feel like the endings are never like satisfying either yeah so i i feel like it's like because it's always either too open-ended and it's like what happens now or the whole time you're like why why would you do that Mm -hmm. they some horror movies they're just they just make their like uh protagonists and like you know people that just die out of nowhere they make them really really stupid i mean in this movie they're meant to be kind of stupid but like the serious serious horror movies all of them are kind of just like kind of dumb like i think i've seen scream like a long time ago yeah it was either scream or scary movie i don't (laughs) (laughs) scary movie i don't know yeah um but but it's like sometimes it's it's kind of like with this movie it's like why don't you just leave yeah what why are you trying to fight this thing or it's like instead of fighting they're just running but they're staying. Yeah. And it's just like, just leave. Or staying and being clumsy. And yeah. then that's how they die. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just like, I feel like a shotgun would have solved half the problems in yeah. those movies. It's like, just keep a shotgun on hand. I was going to save it for later, but might as well talk about it now. What? You, I think it was a week. Yeah, it was last week, I think. Was it last week? I have no idea what you're talking about, so I don't know. We met up last week. Yeah, last Wait, no. Did we? Last Saturday? No. Anyways, we watched a movie. And we talked about how... What would it be like if our friend group was in like a horror situation? Do you remember this? Was it a horror situation? Or was... This was a few weeks ago, I think. it. I think it was... Um, Whenever we fixed the couch. That was when we did it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Damn. remember. Time is fucking with us. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. Uh, it was like, what What would your role be? Or like, how would you deal with this? Yeah. If you were put in this situation, I guess. Yeah. And we were kind of like, me and you were like, we probably would just leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I would probably like just leave or like just try and kill them. Like right off the bat. No, no like trying to hide no trying to like run away through the woods or anything i feel like i would be one of those people that would purposely like set a trap and just be like i'm i don't have time to for this yeah if it was like our our actual friend group like me you xavier mary maria amy who else allison I think I feel like Allison would probably be like, no, I can't, no. A lot of us would be just like, no, we gotta go. Okay, what if it was we had to stand and fight? What would your role be? I feel like I would either like set a trap or just shoot them. Like, like what? Half the time they're always like, okay, we're just we have to find them, and I was like, no. No, don't go out looking. Don't split up. Don't, because you know how it's always like, oh, split up. Oh, do this. I'm just like, the main rules of like horror movies are don't split up. Like, don't have sex. <laughs> In our case, we, we wouldn't have that problem. 
it was like don't um like don't get cocky or whatever i think yeah. that sometimes happens like i don't watch enough horror movies to begin with and then it's like don't assume you're safe yeah because half the time they're like okay we should be good and then all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere so it's like stay vigilant stay together mm. it's like if you're all together in a room how are how how will they get you yeah without somebody noticing also don't uh turn on each other yeah. always that always tends to happen in certain horror movies where they're kind of like trapped and someone's like someone gets paranoid mm-hmm. and they like blame the especially the ones that are like kind of like a thriller and also like i guess like who did it sort of thing mm-hmm. whereas it's like are you the murderer do you know what's going on are you you're related to this person anyways so like yeah you do you don't want to fuck it up by being like yeah i don't trust you and shit so yeah you gotta be trusting also, don't investigate. Just like oh yeah, that 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 was part of it. It's like we gotta figure this out. Like, no, you don't. No, we don't. I don't care who it is. Yeah, they're terrorizing us. Just kill them. Just stay home. You know what happened? If we were doing like a a camping trip. Oh, we should have just like you know how the guy went and got the cop. I was like, if they all just like picked up and left, only the one friend that got left behind would have died. As they assumed. You talking about Chad? No. Um, oh, the... Allie. The, the one oh, that they assumed yeah. was, like, kidnapped. If they... They were like, they have her. We have to get her back. And the other guy's like, why don't we just go and get help? Yeah. And he was gone for most of it while people were dying left and right. Um, If they all just packed up and left and just cut their losses got the cops and then stayed out of it after the cop would have showed up and been like oh it was just a big misunderstanding yeah and said well to be fair almost everybody was like why don't we just leave and chad was like no we have to stay and and fight chad he lives up to his name yeah he's just douchey the popped polo collar oh he also like has mommy issues apparently Mommy, maybe, mommy and daddy issues. He had all just, kinds of yeah, issues. Yeah, all a bunch of issues, It man. was like his mom was like <gasps> institutionalized and he grew up with his grandmother telling the story about how his mother was tortured and his father was killed. And it was yeah. like, why would you tell a kid that? Why, why wouldn't you be like, your mom has is troubled. Listen. It's okay. We love you anyway. <laughs> White families are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Tick, TikTok has shown... That it's like the way we're raised. There's like, have you seen those? I don't watch TikTok. Oh, <laughs> I, I'll probably I'll find one for you. But it was basically like, what's a way that white people are raised, like that portrayed as normal but is really fucked up, and like people have gone through the comments and it's just like, ooh. Can you give me some examples? Um. The guilting, the, like, the the whole, like, parental narcissism kind of thing. And, like, how the parents aren't actually, like, parents. And they just make you feel guilty. Or they make, they, they make it about them. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I don't know. I'll have to, like, pull it up. Because there was, like, a long list. 
of people basically in the comments talking like giving something it was like what's something that seems normal but when you really think about it like when you're raised by white people is like really not good and it's like there's um child abuse basically kind of i only had like really one white friend that I hung out with like in his home that was the one i was talking about earlier and uh, uh his parents were like they're cool but they did kind of like yell at each other sometimes and he had like mental issues mm. but that was just like foreshadowing to what was going on uh later on in life but it's just like uh the i'm not sure uh i guess like the yelling was kind of strange and the Ooh. like the neglect to be like oh. i'm not i'm not going to oh, oh wait, 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 listen wait. let's just go do this thing like fuck it. <laughs> it um the casual emotional neglect i guess so it, cuz it's like it's not outright abuse but it's like the casual like unwillingness to take care of your child's emotion emotional well-being it's yeah. kind of like suck it up like yeah. oh because a phrase that is very familiar is stop crying or i'll give you something to cry about oh is a thing i never got that no yeah yeah, yeah I, I got it like, was basically like you have no reason to be crying right now instead of like talking to the kid and figure out why they're crying and maybe solve it from that point it was like stop crying i don't want to deal with this stop it or i'll make it worse or there's also like the opposite direction where it's like stop crying i'll i'll give i'll i'll, I'll give you this like they'll submit to the, their child which is that's bad too i've seen there should be like a happy medium between the two of like well that that isn't that it's like they don't want to deal with it so they like um it's like what's the word it's like spoiling the kid so they don't have to deal with them crying and then the kid like manipulates it and realizes i can get what i want if i do this yeah i do this kids now huh that's what that's what going that's what's kind of going on with kids now where they're kind of just like get what they want and then they just like take advantage of their parents like our generation is different i think Versus yeah, because like, corporal punishment was still kind of a thing. Yeah. Now it's just like... Now it's like if you raise a hand to your kid at all, it's abuse. In a way, through child development, it is kind of... I, I think the biggest issue with all of it is kids are always treated like kids instead of mini adults. It's like... Oh, and the other thing is like kids are an extension of yourself mm. and so they're treated more like property than actual people yeah and it's like everything you do reflects back on me mm. kind of instead of like you're your own person yeah you can do what you want instead it's like you need to do this this and this because that's what i want you to do yeah it's a, it's a very it's a lot yeah, and, like, going back to my situation with those kids in the theater last night, it was just, like, none of y'all were, like, punished at all. Like, like None of y'all were taught that this is not a good thing. Yeah, like, I'm not sure what y'all did, like, in the movie theater with your mom and dad, but I was always taught to be, like, if, if the lights are off and a movie's playing, be quiet. Don't say anything. Be respectful to people around you. Uh, 
enjoy yourself quietly or if you can't do it just stay home stay the fuck home don't ruin people's nights <laughs> i had a good day all throughout that that day i watched a bunch of dogs i saw a really good movie before that like <sighs> fucking white kids you know no offense to you i'm not a kid you're you were a white kid though i know but i was a poor white kid so i understood the importance of how expensive a movie was that's why oh yeah unless i actually wanted to see the movie i wouldn't go because i was like i'm not wasting the money on this yeah those kids did not see like the special i guess like the the uh what do you call it the advantages not advantages the privilege of seeing a movie and spending the money for it like it's a lot of money to spend and you're just gonna fucking waste it all by being loud and getting kicked out yeah and now you're probably banned because I mean, they can hold grudges like that, right? Anyways, were you looking up? Nothing. Nothing? Oh. I think you're about to bring something up. No. Uh, oh, I have a question. What? If two, if two hillbillies had me, like, captured, would you come save me? What's the context? Like, is it like this, where it's like I was, a misunderstanding? I was half naked on a rock and I fell down. I was knocked out. And then they, they jumped in the water, picked me up, and they're taking me to their, you know, cabin. And you're like, you, you have no clue what's going on. I feel like I would probably be the friend that's like, maybe we should get somebody before doing this. Or I would knock on the door and be like, hey, you have our friend. Yes. There's no, like, you know, like, you know, real action. Just, like. Well, if you don't have enough information, why would you go in guns blazing and make it worse? That's true. Like, <laughs> That's the point of the movie. <laughs> they kind of, like. Okay, so I was thinking, thinking about this earlier. It's like they overdid it. They overcorrected so hard, like, trying to fix it that they just made it worse. Yeah. Because, like, every situation, it's like, oh, somebody dodges and then they hurt their friend. Yeah. And it's like, that was basically the whole movie. It's like, we're going to try and save our friend. Oh, they reasonably got out of the way of me trying to stab them. Oh, I fell into a pit and impaled myself on a stick. Yes. Oops. I just dove right into a wood chipper. Yeah, I'm just like... This, uh, this is like a thing with like a lot of movies like no one's really smart they kind of have to be completely ignorant and just dumb just to push the story along you know what i mean yeah kind of like have you seen white chicks mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they they couldn't tell that, that that wasn't their friend like they they gotten taller and it's like you can dance now yeah you can dance now you say the n-word <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was a good movie. I saw it recently. It's not oh, I bad. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh my gosh. But yeah, you can't, you can't, there has to be some type of like stupidity and ignorance. To just like, well, is ma- that make, how just, It's like well, a, it makes the story more interesting. Suspension of disbelief. It's there we like, go. You kind of have to like go with it. Yes. Like. Uh. My brain just went somewhere. Whatever. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to, like, 
go with the flow, I guess, and be like, okay, well, this is happening. Yeah. Wait, this is happening like as like, as the character, or like you're watching the movie and like both, both. Okay. I think. Yeah. Because it's like when you're watching it, it's like okay, this is how it's going. Well, the other thing is like the whole movie could have been avoided if they all like did something reasonable. That's usually how it goes. It's like somebody decides they're going to do something extra and not stay in their lane. And that's usually what causes the conflict. Yeah. I mean, you see it in real life too, where uh, people just go like the wrong direction and then it's just like well, <clears throat> blows up in their face. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, those Karen videos, Oh, basically yeah. somebody throwing a fit and because they're getting recorded, they try and attack the person recording. And it's just like, if you just walked away, this wouldn't have been a thing. Just sh- shut the fuck up when you see a camera. Exactly. Ow. Yeah. It just stopped. Oh, there was one that I saw. I think it was a TikTok, but it was basically this girl was recording these people at a grocery store because they were parked next to her and she thought that they were going to hit her car or whatever. And so the wife through a fucking hissy fit you're recording my husband what you are not allowed to do that we don't give you permission and she's like he's next to my car i'm just recording to make sure yeah she he's not gonna do anything he's a he's a uh a veteran and it's like the fuck does that have to do anything (laughs) go on your way and if you leave that's the end of my recording because problem solved yeah but no, she like attacked the girl, smacked the phone out of her hand, and got charged with assault. Nice. And I think she, no, no, that was a different one. There was another one where the woman like tried to attack this girl walking her dog, and I think she got kicked out of the apartment complex because yeah. she sent the video. You might have missed it. There's a video that I sent to the group chat where, uh, some guy I guess was like he was like in the wrong area like of, of a neighborhood and this guy outside of the car like i was in this in his car in the neighborhood and guy outside of the car was like saying you're trespassing you're trespassing you, you got to get out of here <gasps> oh and he's like smashed the window smashed the window just like busted the window and the guy was like i got you dude like you just ruined my car with your fucking uh i guess steel pole and no, now it was like a crowbar or something yeah whatever yeah he just was caught on camera he didn't care either he's like yeah go ahead send it and i think yeah he got charged with um oh yeah probably yeah it was like i think it may have been it may not have been good enough but it was at least like destruction of property and potential like harm yeah but the thing is he was on a main road he was like he wasn't in on their property he was on the road exactly and the guy was like you're not allowed it's like it's almost like you're causing a problem yeah and people learn to record because they're like if i don't nothing will be done because you're an old white person that's causing an issue and you will be favored this is why i love being black because i was taught just mind your business called stay in your lane yeah just stay in your lane mind your business it doesn't like if you see something i mean 
you don't have to say something. Okay, sometimes you have to say something. But well, it's like, unless so, it... Most times it's just like, you don't have to say something. Like, like you just bring trouble into, into your life and negative. Just like, go home. The way that older people act about getting recorded, it's like, we're purposely recording because I know you're going to do something stupid. Also, I'm scared. Yeah. It's I like, need proof that I was scared. Uh, yeah, I need proof that you went off the fucking handle for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And proof that if you do something to me, it's it's like, just walk away. Leave me alone. Yeah. But they never do. Yeah. And they always cause an issue. And there's a reason people break out the phone as soon as shit starts to happen. Because it's like, there there was one that I saw where these white women at the park called the cops because people had their pit bull at the park. And oh. so the cops came... And escorted the lady that called them. Like, I've seen that. I see that a few times where I kind of like reversed on the. Well, because they called the cops for no fucking. It's not like the dog did anything. It was because it was a pit bull at the park, and they didn't feel comfortable with it or near their kids. And it's like the dog's on a leash, and it's nowhere near you. Tell your kids to stay away from the dog. Yeah. Ta-da! Problem solved. <laughs> but it was like a group yeah. of women. And then they were yelling at them because they were recording it. You're recording my kids. You, you can't do that. They're minors. You're, you're acting like a fool. Yeah. And you called the cops on me? Uh, kind of back to the movie. Do you think this movie would have been ruined if they had a camera phone? Just to like record. Like, like the, I'm talking about the kids here. Or maybe um, well, either side. Like if they had a camera phone being like, hey, this person's trying to kill me with a... No, uh, like a, a spear or. Oh, oh, you're talking about the hillbillies. Yeah, if, they it, had... if Tucker and Dale had a phone, let's do both sides. If Tucker and Dale had a phone, they oh would have gotten. If off... they had a ring doorbell that just recorded, oh, everything. Yeah, that'd be funny. But like at the end, it was basically, Allison was like, "Yeah, he went fucking nuts and kidnapped me and went after, like the Chad." Chad did everything. Kind of. Pretty much, right? The The funny thing is, it's like, they it was all an accident until like the very end where he just kept escalating things. But if you think about it, it is kind of all his fault because instead of going to get help and sorting out a misunderstanding. He wanted to kill. He, he was like, he, he was on this like, um, what's it called? He was on this crusade. Uh, vengeance because, yeah this weird like prejudiced like crusade against them because they're hillbillies and yeah. you your people kidnapped my kidnapped and tortured my mother and it's like yeah I re there was a part where dale was like i was six when this happened it and was it's like you're one of them and it's like yeah it, Oh, okay. Cause that that okay okay. This wow. this is getting into like social justice stuff, kind of. Yeah, because it, like it's kind of like because like a someone someone can be like, uh, you're a white person and like I'm talking about like person of color, black person, Hispanic, whatever. You're racist because you're a white person, and then what do you say? Like, it's like because like you're he, they could be like oh your people. Start slavery and 
shit and i would probably be like you could use the same argument but just, i don't know like, I, I would be like yes you're right my ancestors or like people related to my ancestors or whatever colonized and did all this kind of shit yeah and i acknowledge it i'm not one of those people that says the holocaust didn't happen because there are people that do that yeah it's like i'm not denying that it happened and i'm not denying that it was horrible and it shouldn't have happened and mm -hmm. your ancestors deserve some kind of compensation for that instead yeah. of years of different forms of oppression yeah at least you're not like because it just like evolved into a different way it was like oh well this got solved but segregation oh mm -hmm. this got solved but hate crimes yeah it's like i'm aware and self-aware enough to admit that it's a thing yeah and it's an issue and that i have white privilege that's good you're not um, like, well, uh, that happened, happened years ago. It was my problem. No, but if somebody called me racist, I would probably be like, I actively question and challenge the misconceptions that I probably grew up with. I don't actively do racist acts. If I've done something to offend you, I'm sorry. Yeah. But... Uh, like, could you tell me what makes me, me specifically, a racist? Like, did I do something? Yeah. If I did, I'm sorry. And I will do something to correct that or um, learn. Yeah. So I don't do it again. Yeah. And I was... But, yeah. like, if I had to say, I would... It's like off the bat i would be like oh i'm not racist but then it's also like everybody grew up with like it's like um, it's kind of etched into our brains to be like prejudiced in a way yeah so yeah so it's, that's it's just like, how like yeah it's like i grew up with it i have the capacity to be racist and i acknowledge that and i acknowledge that i grew up with it but i actively work against it yeah. like if i ever had a thought that was like oh, this person, I stop and go, why do I think that? That's because of this thing that somebody said when I was growing up. Debunk it and move on. Yeah. Kind of. And like with, uh, I guess, mostly Dale. Mm -hmm. He was pretty like really, really the exact opposite of like a typical hillbilly. Where they're well, like they're kind of like he was like kind and kind caring and, and like yeah he's like I can't even kill fish yeah and he like cared about I guess women's comfortability around him he wasn't like you know like this really strange and gross creepy type of guy that's like no machismo sort of shit no he was just so awkward he was like oh oh no I'm sorry uh. You don't like pancakes. Okay. Um, I'll make you something else. And yeah. he just left. And it was like... He he wasn't self-aware enough to know how he came across either. Yeah. He, he was a good character. And he cared. He did. Like, it's just... uh. Sorry. Eddie's being cute. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of... Treading upward the river of problematic typical movie hillbilly you know what i mean mm -hmm. 
and uh oh what was kind of funny was when uh chad found out that his dad was actually the murderer of like that massacre yeah that happened 20 years ago uh and he, they say like he's half hillbilly i feel like it's kind of like it's so cheesy that's kind of fakir in a way most of us are kind of half hillbilly oh, in a God. way because like I, i'm even though i'm like kind of like a city person uh-huh I, there's like parts of me that's like that loves you know the country feeling of like southern food bunch of, bunch <laughs> of sodium in, in my food and oh, you know the accent i love you know darn or whatever <laughs> i don't know i don't know you love what darn darn I, I don't know why i thought like oh the word darn is southern but you know <laughs> southern, I mean... ha- southern hospitality Going back to the fucking kids at the movie theater, <laughs> they had none of that of like, you know, sit down, be quiet, act like your mother and father are here, you know, none of that. Respect your elders. Exactly. What well, if, if my old ass got up and said something to them? I mean, you could have, but I mean, saying, you, you don't know the fear. I, I mean, like when was the last time you had an altercation with them? Oh, I was the altercation. You, you, when's the last time you encountered someone younger than you? Like a bad encounter, like. Um. I don't know because it's kind of like. Give up. No, like I'm I'm trying to think of like what situations I would have been in where there were younger people being disrespectful, but I can't think of anything. Well, when it's them versus you, it's terrifying. Like I, I remember I flipped out at Boys and Girls Club once during my internship and two of the kids were like, Are you mad? I was like, Yes, I'm mad and they start cheering. Uh and that's just, that that just like disarms you. As an adult, you're just like, I, I can't do anything now. They got me. I broke and they got me. Well, it's almost like psychological warfare with kids. Because it's like, well, you can't do anything to me in a way that'll matter. Yeah. So what do I have to lose by being a little shit yeah. and pissing you off? Yeah. So honestly, the best weapon is to be not let it affect you. Oh. And like, just deal with it. I'm sorry. And move on. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't. Like, if, that made me not want kids. I'm just like, they got me. Like, like there are so many instances where I'm like, I can't deal with kids. I I can't. I. Mm. But the other thing is like, if I did by chance, like either accidentally or like through not inherit a kid but like you know how it's like oh your friend has a kid and you're the godparent and like if they die that basically means you get custody of the kid yeah it's kind of the formality i guess that's sometimes what it means yeah like if that were to happen i or whatever if by chance i had to take care of a kid i feel like i would do okay yeah because i don't baby talk kids and i feel like because i'm aware that you 
It's like, don't baby talk them. Treat them like actual people with feelings and emotions and thoughts. Yeah. That's what... And that's kind of like what you have to do. And you talk to them and explain why for certain things. Because kids don't... I remember being a kid and being told, just do it. And it's like, but why? And being told, because I'm older than you, just listen to me. It's like, mm. that doesn't promote an air of or that doesn't want sorry that doesn't make you want to respect that person because it's like you're just exerting your power over me yeah and it's kind of like oppressive so it's like if you just talk to them and like okay why are you crying okay is it because you're actually upset or are you hungry? Are you frustrated? Like, mm-hmm. like just getting to the, like the source of the issue instead of being like, you're crying and it's annoying me. You need to stop. Yeah. Instead of like fixing the problem, it's always like, just stop the action that's annoying me. It's kind of like. I, I think I would. Depends on the teen again. I would if I was a father, the better days will be like when the kids like a preteen to like teenage years because i feel like i knew how hard that was and i would like probably uh be the best dad in that sort of area because i'm not i'm not sure how to be like a fun dad in like the you know the pre uh i guess like the toddler to like what's the age range when they're like under 10 years old adolescent adolescence there you go that's the word i couldn't think of it that time i'm just like i'm not sure how to be like a parent like that like you, I, you do things with them it's like go to the park yeah feed ducks like get <laughs> get a bag of peas and feed the ducks like peas yeah you can't you shouldn't feed them bread oh they need peas like vegetables basically yeah like something nutritious yeah frozen spinach stuff with nutrients because bread basically fills them up and then they die because they don't eat stuff with nutrients you kill kill the birds damn yeah every now and then i'm like like yesterday when i i I saw the movie in the earlier in the day uh it was a french movie tatane tatane tintane whatever uh i saw like a dad and his son in the movie theater and the son was probably like mid teenage years probably probably like 16 or something maybe maybe older than that mm-hmm. i was just like i would love to do that just bring my kid to a movie like a really strange movie at that because mm-hmm. the movie was fucked up and like it really cool to just have like a kid that was like down with whatever we do like just let's go see a movie fuck it like i've i've been around like my cousin's kids and it's kind of like I want a color. Come with me and color. Yeah. And it's like, that's literally all you have to do is kind of like sit with them and like interact with them. It's yeah. The people that act like, not that kids are a lot of, kids are a lot of work, but like that act like entertaining the kids is like, or um, doing activities with them is like so difficult. It's like, you literally just have to like kind of be with them and it's like oh True. i want to play barbies and then you just kind of go with it yeah <laughs> like uh i think i was i was pretty easy as a kid 
because uh i feel like what my dad did was like let's just play video games and you'll watch me play banjo kazooie and we'll enjoy it together that's all he did like from our first like few years is like growing up i guess oh and then like eventually it was just like all right play video games by yourself and that's what i did and then that's how i became me where i'm like i just want to do, th- do things by myself yeah. but like it's just like you're kind of right it's just like you have to be there and just exist yeah yeah or or even like okay you want to make cookies let's make cookies together here stir this yeah and like let them do easy tasks instead of being like no you're a kid please stop yeah just kind of like it's always the small things kind yeah. of okay i think i'll be a bad parent i I feel like people think that they have to go above and beyond and like oh we have to go to disney world it's like no i feel like if i never went to disney world it would have been fine it's like take us camping like give them memories and stuff that they can enjoy and remember yeah so it's like oh like when i was a kid we went to the park a lot to Mm. like have picnics or barbecues or whatever or oh we always like give them kind of pick something that you both like kind of that that the kid enjoys that you like doing and do that and it kind of becomes a thing yeah true yeah how did we get here (laughs) Um, we're talking about Tucker and Dale, and then we get to like parenting. Even though uh, I think because you were getting on about the kids in the movie theater and oh how they didn't have Southern hospitality <laughs> and they weren't hillbillies like us. Okay, there we go. <laughs> kind of sort okay. Of, they weren't country bumpkins like okay, yeah. us in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> advice on how to raise a kid by people that don't have kids. It's like. And don't want kids, I don't think. No, not really. One, yeah. money. Two, in this economy. Yeah. Also, up um, here in my head, I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to pass this on to anyone else. Well, another thing for me is it's like, if I do have a kid, it's like for the next 20 to 30 years, you have to put this kid before yourself. True. And it's like, I don't think i have the capacity to maintain that like with with the way that your life's going on right now yeah it's like i i'm still broke as fuck i'm not gonna like bring a kid into that and then Mm. i'm forever in debt and can never make my own decisions based on what i want to do because i have to do the best thing for the kid. Yeah. And then you're stressed out because you're like, I can't do all these cool things with my kid because I don't have the money for it. We kind yeah. of have to like or, make do with stuff at home or... Or even like, yeah. well, I can't move here because the kid will be upset and the kid will have to make new friends or I can't quit this job that I hate because the kid... I need money for the kid. Like, it's, it's all kind of like goes back to that and it's like, I... I'm still in debt from college. I can't just move to that debt ruling my life to a kid. It's like I still haven't had time to like enjoy my 20s 
and they're almost over. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like we shouldn't be like enjoy my twenties. You guys, you just gotta be like enjoy life in general. No, I know. No, but like for whatever reason, I always thought that my twenties would be like trips and oh, like yeah. all kinds of like fun activities. And but when you think about it, it's kind of like no, it's. nobody has the money for it i'm so afraid to look at it now but there was like i wrote down a five-year plan (laughs) like at age like 21 or 22 really like 2015 2016 around that time Mm -hmm. i do not want to look at it now because it's just like i didn't hit any any of those goals they were so high up like there's just so like galaxy brain type of like i'm gonna be be a star by age 30 i'm not even close i think i mean whatever go ahead oh i was like i don't like the whole five-year plan because it's like i have no idea what i'm gonna want in a few years exactly so it's like it could change because before i didn't think i would stay in virginia and now it's like well i don't have the support system to go to college or to go back to grad school to do what i would maybe want to do mm-hmm. and i wouldn't make nearly as much money if i switched professions yeah. so i'm kind of stuck in this so before i always thought oh i wouldn't stay in virginia i'd go off and do something but now i'm kind of like i kind of can't and on top of that it's kind of like i make enough money that i could like my rent was really high and i was like yeah it'd be cheaper to buy a place and so i did and i never expected myself to buy a place in virginia you know what was my plan after college what me you know me and naomi were like after college when both of us graduate we're just gonna move straight to fucking california and now we're both in our th- naomi's in pennsylvania mm-hmm. i'm still here also i don't even i don't even want to move to california anymore i, I love it here kind of in a way I, like i think I, I, yeah i can move i can move but it's just like for northern, northern virginia has like some good spots in it so yeah i can't like leave sometimes i mean i could but i'm just saying like, like i hate I the cost here. of living around here but i don't know where i would move and part of me is scared of the idea if i moved it's like would i just hate it and i'd be stuck there for a few years until i can find a different thing so it's kind of like and what you were saying about california there was a point in time where i was like i need to move somewhere more liberal or oh yeah yeah but then it's like california has a higher cost of living than here and i think that's high and i was like there's no fucking way on top of the wildfires people getting displaced from the wildfires earthquakes the fact that people think that california is going to drop off into the ocean i'm just like yeah I don't need that on top of the anxiety I already have. And then you say, like, move into, like, a more liberal town. Fucking Portland. Like, uh, was it last year? It was spent, like, they spent, like, is it Seattle or Portland? They spent, like, a whole, like, three months of being, like, I guess, like, uh, within a really, really violent, like, I guess, battle with, like, protesting and, like, uh what do they call it it was that um free state or whatever yeah. that um it's just a bunch free of pro- city yeah, or it's whatever it's just a bunch, bunch of protesters like one area and they're kind of like living there and like at the same time there's still like neo-nazis in that city 
Yeah. Like, no, there's nothing liberal about. <laughs> it, it's like there are liberal majorities that are usually in cities. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean everybody. And it's always like the very expressive and loud minority. So yeah. it's like they still exist and they make themselves known. Yeah. So no place is perfect. True. So. But you know who is perfect? Tucker and Dale. They're fine. They're good people. Yeah. Yeah. And Tucker, the whole time, he was like the punching bag for the college kids and like all mm-hmm. the misfortune on their side. While Dale's just like playing Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah. Um, He's getting stung by bees and pouring beer all over his face. I was like, but the whole time he was like, he was frustrated and like exasperated. But he didn't really take it out on Dale. He was just like. I got to do it for my buddy. He's a good friend. Great friend. Yeah. Yeah. Got to love Tucker for that. Yeah. He he was kind of like, he was like, I probably wouldn't hit this beehive if you were out here helping me. Yeah. But it's done now. So. That whole scene where he's like kind of, uh, I guess incapacitated. Is that the word? When Strung up on the, by a tree yeah whatever when he was like kind of uh just like out of it and was like telling all the like stuff to dale like how he's like you're like better than you think you are yeah what i'm trying to tell you is that you're better than you think you are listen to me that girl sees it i've seen the way that the two of you look at each other I think that she really sees you for who you are. You are a good man. You're smart. And you're strong. And you're not as ugly as you think you are. Thank you, Tucker. That means a lot coming from you. Life is short. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's a good friend. So heartfelt. Great friend. It's like, like, he gives Dale shit. Yeah. But, like, Dale doesn't take offense to it, but he also does care about him. Yeah. It's all in, like, it's, it was all in, like, helping Dale move on and, like, become a better person or opening up to be a better person. And he did give Dale a hard time when he did stupid shit that caused him to get hurt. Yeah. Basically. He's like, you're a lovable idiot. Yeah. I hate that this is happening but we're just gonna have to keep going. Yeah. Uh, okay. You're the you're the science person, and mm-hmm. I kind of remember this. When you're on prescription, when you're on prescription, when you're on prescription drugs in the hospital, you should probably not drink alcohol, right? Uh, yeah. Because it's like it was just like fuck up everything. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Dale gave Tucker. Yeah. A PVR. Mm-hmm. Right at the end, a patched blue ribbon. Yeah. In the hospital. I mean, it wasn't liquor, and it was only one. So. I think PPR is like maybe under five percent alcohol. Beer really doesn't have a high percentage. Let's look it up. Hold up. The ABV is that it? I think so. Right. Yes. ABV percent alcohol by volume. Oh, I was right. Four point eight. Yeah. Ain't too bad. Like wine has eleven to fourteen yeah. percent. 
and then you have Malibu like, has twenty percent, and then higher liquors are closer to twenty five thirty. Was it abs- absence abstain? What's it called? What the like really tough? Uh, absinthe. Absinthe. Everclear. Everclear. That shit. I think I had that once. It was just like. It's not legal in Virginia. It's not. No. Shit. You can get it in Maryland though. I was in Spain. Uh. And we had like shots, and <laughs> at one point we had like shots of like Bailey's, just because I wanted that. Anyways, and the guy was like, "Hey, before you go, have this." And we're like, oh, "Okay." It was like clear, like of something, something clear, and we threw it back, and we're all like, "Ooh!" <laughs> mm. And my mouth went completely numb, and I was like, "What the fuck was that? Was I drugged?" Am I dying? So I'm assuming it was probably absinthe. I have no idea. I One haven't had things. it. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Ratings. What do you What do you give it? Five. A five. I gave it four point five. It's pretty funny. It's good. It's a really really well written movie. And like they did the whole like you know, reversal. Of the whole. Absinthe is illegal in the U.S. Oh. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Next week, we have a guest. It's going to be Devin. And he's picking the babysitter. Have you seen that? I have no idea. Oh. Anyways, we're going to watch that with Devin. So, yeah, another guest. Ooh, 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 ooh. Things are changing, people. More people coming in and out. Things are moving around. Ideas are being thrown around. And, yeah. Oh, it was legalized in 2007 with guidelines with less than 10 parts per million of thujone. I don't know what that is. Sounds dangerous. Um, wormwood is an ingredient. Wormwood? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like gin where it's infused with grand wormwood um what was it shit oh it's based on the belief that the green liquid inside the bottle was a hallucinogenic oh um but basically um like with gin it's infused with botanicals basically like thrown in with it um and then like felt uh the parts of it get infused out kind of like oil suspensions yeah um so like there's grand wormwood green anise and sweet fennel okay do you want to do social media uh you can find us on twitter and instagram what I'm just go ahead. Oh, was, you were. I was just doing whatever. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. You I can mean... find us on Twitter and Instagram at indecisive cc pod. Our email is also indecisive cc pod at gmail dot com, and the letterbox is has the same username and there's, there's Discord a link for Discord. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fuck with us. Have fun. Uh, tell people about us. R- give us a rating. If you're on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts and shit. Yeah. All right. Bye, people. Bye.
Thank you.